0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. He kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Over the last weekend, the students at St. Thomas More Academy put on a play. It was Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream. It was done very well. It's a comedy, even a zany comedy. There's one line in it, though, that while funny in the context, isn't when you think about it. It's said by a non-mortal. What fools these mortals be? Or we might say in our context today, how blind. I thought to myself at the abortion clinic yesterday, has our world really become so blind that we can't see any longer, even with this? If our body is attacked, our first inclination, most often, is to protect our eyes. It's a natural reaction. Even our eyelids function without us willing it. There was a great violinist who died in the 60s by the name of Fritz Kreisler. He was once asked whether he would be willing to lose his sight or his hearing. He said if he had a choice, he'd lose his hearing. People were surprised because he was a musician. He said, no, no, I want to see. I can always hear the music in my head. So we come to blindness. We do. because This applies to us. This blindness. This man in today's gospel, of course, is a symbol of us all. Although he's given a name. It's not very often our Lord encounters somebody and heals them and the name is given to them in the scriptures. Usually it's just somebody who comes and goes as he does, but his name is Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. He is sitting by the roadside begging. We know three things about him. He is blind. He's a beggar and he's desperate. But he knows it. He knows that he is blind, a beggar, and desperate. You and I don't always know that even though we are blind, beggars, and desperate. But he does realize it. because It's so obvious. It's physical. There he sits, perhaps depressed, even perhaps near despair, until he hears that this man, this person, Jesus of Nazareth, is passing by. He's heard of him, and he's desperate. And so he begins to cry out, Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me. Notice a messianic title, Son of David, have pity on me. He recognizes him as the Messiah, and he asks just for pity, just for pity. And what do the the people do? What does the world tell him to do? To be quiet, to stop praying. Won't do you any good anyway? Just be quiet. You're an embarrassment to us. Be quiet. But he won't stop. In fact, it says he kept calling out all the more. You see, our Lord doesn't answer him right away because he's bringing him to faith, to a deeper faith, to a greater trust. So he doesn't answer him right away. And the man keeps crying out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. He's going to persevere. He won't be stopped by the voices of the world around him, again, as we sometimes can be. And our Lord then finally does stop and says, Call him. And what do they say to him? Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. Those words are addressed to us at every single moment of our lives. Courage, get up. Jesus, he is calling you. Yes, he is calling all of us at every moment of our lives to something. He is calling us. Now here we are with this man. Our blindness is the blindness of sin. Sometimes we don't even realize it, we're so blind. Our world certainly is. We are also beggars, as this man is, or we should be. We're also desperate because no one else can do it. On our own, we will fail completely and even go into non being, nothingness. We are desperate, or we should realize how desperate we are if we're going to pray. Very often, we are just praying for what we ourselves think we can't do. In any event, the man jumps up. Lays aside his cloak and comes to the Lord. Now our Lord has known what this man wanted as God from all eternity. And as, as man he knows also what this man is coming to him for. But he asks him, as he asks us, What do you want me to do for you? They must have thought, Isn't it obvious what he, what he wants you to do to him, for him? But our Lord wants him to verbalize it is he wants us to verbalize our own needs when we go before him. He wants us to go to him and ask so that we can recognize our dependence and our own need and recognize that he alone can fill it. We must ask. So he says, what do you want me to do for you? And the man gives him a very straightforward answer. Master, I want to see. That's what he wants. But remember, once I keep saying this. When we pray for something like this, prayer, when we ask, is supposed to open us up to what God wants to give give us, even if it isn't what we asked for. If our Lord hadn't cured his blindness, he would have given him what he really needed. But in this case, he will cure the blindness. Again, prayer is meant to open us up to what God wants to give us, even if we didn't ask for it. Now, the blind man then, notice what our, our Lord doesn't touch him as he did several weeks ago. He doesn't even say anything that has to do with healing. He simply says, go your way, your faith has saved you, and the man is healed. The man then begins to follow him, which is what we should do when we realize, first of all, that we have been blind, that God is willing to heal us by way of forgiveness, uh, that we are beggars, and that we are desperate. Now this man will follow, as we must follow. So there we are. Uh, We are as this man is. And very often, we don't want to admit that to ourselves. We want to hide the blindness because it's something we find embarrassing or unpleasant. But we can't really be healed until we admit that it's there, until we understand that. Because our Lord now comes to us in his body and blood to heal us. Notice, though, Bartimaeus comes into the gospel for a brief moment, he is gone and we never hear of him again. Sort of like our lives. We're here on this planet, on this earth for a short time, we are gone and that's it. But Bartimaeus goes from here into eternity. And with the grace of God and with the Eucharist, you and I may do the same. We will pass through this life and go into eternity. But he went with light, with sight. And we must also. We must realize the forgiveness that we need, the forgiveness that is ours. We must go into eternity with that. uh, Thanking God for that freedom and thanking him for that revelation. Following him into eternity.